Easter in your Bible was not about the resurrection of Christ. The Bible uses the word Easter only once and to describe a pagan holiday. And we have those that that, that made the decision to change Easter to Passover, as if Passover is about the resurrection. But Passover has nothing to do with the resurrection. Luke chapter 22, verses 14 and 15, And when the hour was come, he, that's Jesus, sat down and the twelve apostles with him, verse 15, and he said unto them, With desire, I have desire to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. Eat the Passover before I suffer? Where's the resurrection here? What does eating Passover have to do with the resurrection? Christ rose after Passover, not on Passover. Neither Easter Sunday nor Passover has anything to do with the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. In your Bible, Easter was a pagan holiday and Passover was an event that happened before the resurrection. See the confusion? The book of Acts chapter 12 verse 4 is where we're headed today in our study. And it's where Luke wrote the word Easter. When some come to this word, they get all twisted up and begin to correct the King James translators, saying that Easter should have been translated Pascha, Passover. Well, if there's anything good to be said of ignorance, at least it is curable. We were all ignorant to some degree until presented with truth. Then it's decision time. We have a decision to make. We can choose to remain ignorant or not to. Today is one of those moments. I'll present the evidence. You make your choice. Some still have doubts about the King James Bible containing God's perfectly preserved words. They allow self-called, self-appointed theologians to come in and sway them without doing their own research. Dr. Whatchamacallit said it, so it must be right. If you allow anyone to come along and change even one word in your Bible, then you've fallen for misinformation. If you don't believe one word of it, why believe any of it? These jokers I hear that uh, come to a word in, in the King James Bible, and they'll come there and they'll say, Well, the original Greek says... The original Greek? Seriously? If you're in possession of the original Greek manuscripts, you, my friend, possess a small fortune. That, no doubt, would be one valuable piece of work you got there. Hey, there are no originals. Don't be fooled. Abandon that sort of thinking. What we do have are copies. The Bible... God's words were preserved by copies, not by originals. We do not have, nor do we need, the original. God didn't. Research this for yourself, and you'll find that throughout Scripture, they depended on copies, not the original. Research the word copy in a King James Bible and see it for yourself. In Psalm 12, God made a promise to preserve His words forever, and He did. Today we have those that, uh, when they come to a certain place in the Bible, you'll hear this often, just listen, they'll say, should have been translated, or a better translation would say, 
should have been translated? What? It's translated just fine. Nothing wrong with it. Leave it alone. Watch out and beware of this slippery slope they'll take you down. One word corrected leads to two words corrected. Then three, four, and the slope begins to to get even more slippery. Next thing you know, you've fallen and you're stranded at the bottom in need of a lifeline. You've fallen and you can't get up. (laughs) You've heard me say it before, but it bears repeating. If you don't believe even one word of your Bible, you are not a Bible believer. It only takes one word to disqualify you. Many are impressed by the Greek manuscripts. If you've ever been uh, in a debate, a Bible debate with someone, you've most likely had them, at one point or another, especially when they feel like they're losing, appeal to the Greek. Well, in the Greek, that word really means, sounding so pious and noble in in their scholarly voice, the word pasca is used in all of the more than 300 Greek manuscripts. The word pasca is used for Passover. Therefore, many believe, not from doing their own thorough investigation, but many believe, like a puppet on a string, that the word Easter is a mistranslation and is wrong in the King James Bible. Today, let's just read it for ourselves and, and see if we can get this right. Acts 12, Acts chapter 12, that's where we're headed today in our study, Acts chapter 12, and uh, we're going to start here at verse 1, Acts chapter 12, verse 1. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church, and he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, question, who is the he? a pagan by the name of Herod. He killed James, the brother of John. Then we read, he proceeded forth to take Peter also. Then we see here that Luke mentions, a. uh, he, he makes a parenthetical statement here. He says, Then were the days of unleavened bread. Catch that. Don't miss it. Unleavened bread. Now, where have we heard that before? Leviticus chapter 23. The Days of Unleavened Bread. Leviticus chapter 23, verse 5. Watch closely. In the fourteenth day of the first month at even is the Lord's Passover. Verse 6. And on the fifteenth day of the same month is the Feast of Unleavened Bread unto the Lord. Seven days ye must eat unleavened bread. Okay, so let's do the math. The fourteenth day was Passover. The fifteenth day was the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And as Acts chapter 12 verse 3 says, Then were the days of unleavened bread. So by this, we can know for sure and certain that to use the word Passover, as many Bibles do, is absolute error. It could not have been Passover. The timing won't allow it. Because it was already, quote, the days of unleavened bread. Unleavened bread came after Passover. If, as verse 3 said, then were the days of unleavened bread, the one thing it cannot be is Passover in verse 4. See that? Acts 12, 4, And when he, that's Herod, 
had apprehended him, that's Peter, he put him in prison and delivered him to the four quaternions of soldiers to keep him. Now watch, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Herod captured him, but said, his death's going to have to wait. I've got some celebrating to do. You see, the reason Herod waited until after Easter is he was a pagan. Easter was his holiday. Get it? It was his feast that he didn't want to miss. That's the reason he put off the death of Peter. The word Easter is derived from Astarte. Uh, that, that, that's an Anglo-Saxon uh, spring goddess, the pagan's fertility goddess. Herod was pagan. Easter was pagan idolatry and nothing short of Baal worship. Wake up, folks. Stop believing the lie that the word Easter in your Bible is a mistranslation. It is not. It is the perfect word. God's word is perfect in your King James Bible. You won't know this by comparing it to Greek manuscripts. You won't know it by what Dr. Whatchamacallit tells you. You'll know it by comparing Scripture with Scripture. Compare it with itself. Simply amazing. All these years of being taught that Peter's death was delayed so that Peter could celebrate the Jewish Passover, when in fact his death was delayed so that Herod, a pagan, could celebrate Easter, his holiday. Oh, the power of twistianity. It could not have been Passover, so your NIV, GNV, ESV, the NAS, and even your New King James, and all the other so-called better translations, they all got it wrong. King James, however, got it right. Bingo! We have a winner. And listen, there's real freedom in not having to rely on the Greek, and rather rely on comparing Scripture with Scripture for our answers. The Bible is its its own dictionary. It's axiomatic, self-evident, and answers itself. When we use God's way of studying, and not our own, not man's, as we learn from Leviticus 23, verses 5 and 6, we get an excellent education on how important it is to compare Scripture with Scripture and not preacher to preacher to find our answers. If unleavened bread starts on day 15 and Acts 12.3 says, Then were the days of unleavened bread, it is not possible for it to be Passover. I hope you're seeing this. Every Easter morning, the parrot recital continues. The ignorance marches on, even though this truth is plain. Guided by their ignorance, preachers continue to correct the King James use of the word Easter. The Greek manuscripts change Easter to Passover, and they're wrong. If the 14th day of the first month is the Lord's Passover, then the 15th day of the same month is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. The Greek manuscripts that some worship finds itself in a pickle when we compare Acts 12.4 to Leviticus 23 verses 5 and 6. Easter in the King James is not a mistake. It is 100% correct. Pascha is Passover and Easter is a pagan holiday. Just believe the Bible. To replace Easter with Pascha, Passover, throws everything off course here. And it's exactly what happens when we cross-reference Acts 12.4 with Leviticus 23 verses 5 and 6. And hey, you can do it as many times as you'd like, but it'll come out wrong every time if you depend on the Greek for your answer. 
at Truth Time Radio. Here, uh, how do we verify the King James Bible as, as being 100% accurate? By comparing Scripture to Scripture. We do not verify its accuracy by, by comparing it to the so-called original Greek manuscripts. Don't fall into that trap. The word Easter is only a wrong translation if you choose to go by the Greek manuscripts that are available today. But it is not a wrong translation when compared to Leviticus 23. You see how this works? Isn't it outstanding? Leave man out and just compare Scripture to Scripture. God's Word to God's Word. It's not wise for us to appeal to the so-called original Greek when there is no such thing. There is no originals on earth today. And why the need to appeal to the Greek when we have God's Word written to us in English? When we let the Bible work as its own dictionary, we come out in front of the curve and ahead of the class every time. 2 Timothy 2.15 Study and rightly divide the word of truth. Makes all the difference. 